When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines. And let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Grand Old Opry. Original air date shows that it's September 25th, 1943. And the first song on this one is Columbus Stockade Blues. Let's get into it, and I hope you enjoy. Prince Albert, the National Joy Smoke, presents your Grand Old Opry. friends and neighbors, this is George D. Hay, the solemn old judge, welcoming you to the Prince Albert Grand Ole Opry, which is devoted to American folk music. And here's a special greeting to our boys in the service. We're all home folks, and we want you to join our shindig, so let's forget all of our cares and have a swell time for the next half hour. Are you ready, boys? Yeah. Well, then let her go! off to a fine start, and we hope you folks will like it or ride smart. This is Whitey Ford reminding you that whether you roll your own or smoke a pipe, you'll get more smoke and joy from Prince Albert, the National Joy Smoke. But shucks, everybody knows that, but here's what you don't know, that Curly Williams and his Georgia Peach Pickers are going to pick the first number, the Columbus Stockade Blues. Pick it, boy. Here we go. Way down Columbus Stocking Friends now turn their back on me Go and leave me if you wish to Never let me cross your mind In your heart You love another Leave me darling I don't mind Last night as I lay sleeping I dreamed I held you in my arms When I woke I was mistaken I was peeping through the bars Go and leave me if you wish to Never let me cross your mind In your heart You love another Leave me darling, I don't mind Hey, 
Some of our great symphony orchestras have made special arrangements of them, but they don't sound like anything compared to Pee Wee King and his Golden West Cowboys. Listen to them play Tennessee Wagner, Fiddlin' Hell. Someone said, to be a newspaper reporter, you must have an eye like a needle, a nose like a gimlet, and an ear that can catch the faintest sound of news. Well, our girl reporter has all of those qualifications, and a brand new Sunday go to meet and dress besides. Here she is, our girl reporter from Grinder Switch, Cousin Minnie Pearl. Yes, sir! Howdy! I'm just so proud to be here. I'm just so proud I could come. Well, sir, now I'll tell you, every year about this time, well, sister always gets ideas about what she's going to do after the grinder switch at our place next year in summertime. She was talking just this week. She said she thought next summer we ought to have one of them little stone thingamajigs that's out there in the yard called a bird bath. Well, Mammy said she didn't think we needed no bird bath out there at Grinder Switch. She says there ain't a bird in Grinder Switch that's smart enough to know when it's Saturday night. <laughs> ain't every one. Mammy knows them birds out there, too. I'm telling you, she's been there long enough. Well, she's oh, um... Now, brother, he ain't no help about fixing up nothing new. Now, brother, he's one to just sit. Just sit and let things go. He don't do around much, not brother. Now, I'll tell you about brother... Just the other day, I seen him, and he was coming along hauling some dirt in a wheelbar, and he's pulling at their wheelbar instead of pushing it. I said, well, brother, why in the world are you pulling that wheelbar instead of pushing it? He says, I just hate to look at it. I can't bear the sight of it. <laughs> well, sir, though, that's brother. We have a time getting him up in the morning. Every time we have time. We tried buying him one of them little alarming clocks. It won't no good. Brother said the trouble was it always went off while he was asleep. He couldn't hear it. <laughs> but now, we have a time with brother. We awful proud of him. I wish y'all could see him. This other night, there's a fella come up our 
He had stayed the night. He come and got there kind of late, and we asked him to stay the night. We're awful proud to have any fellow come up our stay the night. You stay over. Well, sir, now, <laughs> brother, brother, he is sitting there talking to that feller, and he want him to know how that, he want that feller to know how we done things. Feller says, well, what time do y'all get up? In the morning. Brother says, well, I'll tell you now, we don't get up till daylight, but we'll get up sooner if you want to get up sooner. Feller said, no, that's late, that's early enough for him. Now, that brother, he's always proud to have every feller that comes by for if some feller else does the work. Now, I'm going to sing. Now, if these here cowboys will come out here and hope me. Pee-wee, I wish you'd give me a little chart. I aim to sing out there and call jealous-hearted me feller. You have my coffee, you have my tea, but if you let my And you know what red roses mean, I reckon, don't you know? Well, red, white, pink, or yellow, I'd be supposing a gift of roses mean to somebody likes you. Likes me? Why, Mr. Lewis, don't you know there's a language of flowers and that red roses mean love? Oh, come on now, Minnie Pearl. <laughs> I don't know what red roses may mean, but uh, I do know that when a man gets that red Prince Albert package, it means he's due for a heap of extra smoking joy. Oh, here I am all excited and happy about my roses, and there you're talking about Prince Albert smoking tobacco. That's rich, all right. I'll say Prince Albert is rich, rich and mellow, a fragrant, tasty smoke that puts new heart into a man. You need a heart, Mr. Louie. Good night. <laughs> it's a good night or day in any smoking man's life when he discovers Prince Albert. There's that rich, mild tobacco taste I told you about. Then there's a wonderful handling ease in PA due to its convenient crimp cut. It gives you making smokes that twirl up quick and smooth into firm, even roll-your-owns. PA packs just right in a pipe, too. And in papers or pipes, Prince Albert is cool smoking and free from bite. Yes, sir, Prince Albert speaks a smoking man's language. Means extra pleasure in rich, mellow, making smokes. Try it and see. Buck, well said. Say, friends and neighbors, did you know that the sheriff is after you tonight? But he don't intend to take you with a shiny badge and pistol. He's going to win you over with a song that will kind of tug at your heartstrings. The title, There'll Be a Lot of Happy Mothers, and the singer, our singing high, Sheriff Ford Rush. Yes, sir. <laughs> Our boys have gone across the sea To Christ a cruel foe They bravely fight for liberty They stand for right they know We'll shout with joy when they return Across the dashing foam There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home Hearts of can will 
thrill with joy Shouts will rise to heaven's dome There'll be the greatest jubilee This world has ever known There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home Sweethearts will meet in fond embrace Among a happy throng Old friends again, old friends will face Before so very long With yearning hearts and open arms We wait for them to come There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home Our foes have laughed at misery And spread it far and wide We'll free our friends from slavery Then lay our guns aside Our boys will march right through Berlin Tokyo and Rome There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home Hearts again will thrill with joy Shouts will rise to heaven's dome There'll be the greatest jubilee This world has ever known There'll be a lot of happy mothers When the boys come marching home Sheriff Rush, you did a swell job there And there will be a lot of happy mothers When our boys come marching home Tonight there are going to be two happy mothers One in Jackson, Michigan And another one in Cape Paulson, Washington When they hear the voices of their sons in service As they are interviewed by that girl With a smile in her voice And a soldier on each side, Miss Trudy Brown Yes, sir <laughs> you know, There's a mighty happy girlfriend up there too, Whitey Because after talking to the boys in the Opry House Our first telephone call went to Private First Class Robert Messenger's girl back home Bob, are you visiting uh, Nashville for anything special? Yeah, I'm here to see a boyfriend of mine. He's had a pretty hard time of it. Oh, you mean he's been on maneuvers? Oh, not as bad as that. Only two months in the guardhouse. Two months in the guardhouse. Speaking of guardhouses, don't you have a pretty good one up in Jackson? Why, Southern Michigan prison is the best in the world. Largest at that. You sound as if you've been there. Oh, not as an inmate. Oh. No, I've been there as a visitor, though. Oh, I see. Well, tell us more about your girlfriend, Betty Jean. Uh, Diefenbach? Yeah. Oh, she's the swellest in the world. You uh, wouldn't be a bit prejudiced, would oh, you? Oh, no. I received a picture from her at Camp, in camp one time, and I showed it to one of my buddies. What's he do? He wants to put it up on a wall. Well, uh, did you? Well, I wouldn't let those boys drool over her all day. <laughs> when I talked to her, you know, she said your mom and your dad were fine. She went shopping today, and she brought a frame for your picture and a brand new hat. Well, hat? Yeah. Well, they look kind of bad on some people, but I know they look swell on her. <laughs> Speaking of clothes, you look awful nice in your woolies. Isn't it a little early, though? Well, I tell you, it's a week early for woolies or ODs, but you know... How laundry is in the maneuver area. I certainly do. Bob, if you could be home tonight, tell me, what would you do? Well, first of all, I'd go see my mother and father, and then I'd proceed to 5087 Street to see the swallowest girl in the and world. And we'll leave you right there, private first-class Bob Messenger of Jackson, Michigan. Goodbye, thank and thank you a lot. Now, here's Earl 
Collins, first class machinist machinist maid from Kapowson. Kapowson. Kapowson, Washington. Look, uh, what sort of a place is that Kapowson, anyhow? It's a ghost town. Yeah, you're not kidding. We couldn't even get anybody on the telephone up there. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me. It was a ghost night out. Okay. How long have you been in the service and why? I've been in the service for three years, Judy. Uh, the lo- reason I joined the service because I felt the Lord needed me there, and then I knew I'd have to go soon. <laughs> do you have any church service on board? Yes, Judy, we do. Tell us how about the attendance. The attendance? Well, Judy, you'd be surprised. Most people think considers are really a rough and tough bunch, but the services are very well attended. You know, a lot of mothers are going to be awful happy to hear that. Look, tell me, do all you sailors go around with your underwear showing up at your neck like that? Underwear? Yeah. Well, maybe underwear to you, but it's regulation for us. <laughs> There's something else I'd, I'd sort of like to know. What excuse do you sailors give your executive officer when you want to go calling on your girl in every port? Oh, we just tell him we want to go see our sister. Oh, what well, does he uh, fall for that in every port? Sure. He wants to go see his sister, too. <laughs> Look, uh, according to all of those bars on your chest, you must be quite a hero. You want to tell us about it? Well, Judy, I'd really love to tell you all about it. But you know, if I stick my neck out too far, I'm liable to get hooked, so I better not say very much more. <laughs> okay, look, Collins, we couldn't raise the ghost in your hometown, but if you could be home tonight, what would you do? If I was home, I'd like to be with my mother for a few minutes and have a nice long talk with her, find out what had happened in the past few days, and then I'd like to slip out and find out why the ghost took the wrong night out. Okay, thank you, Earl Collins of Kapowskin, Washington. Goodbye, good night. straight-shooting Golden West Cowboys playing Take Me Back to Tulsa. And now, friends, tonight we bring you a man that has spent some of the happiest hours of his life in the classroom, poring over his books. Uh, pardon me, I mean snoring over his books. Here he is, that wacky from Kentucky, the new star of the Grand Ole Opry, Prince Albert's Prince of Goodfellows, the Duke of Paducah. <laughs> Go on, Duke. Thank you, Mr. Buck, for that there nice introduction. 
I want you all to know that when Louis Buck went to college, that he made some mighty famous plays for Notre Dame. <laughs> I was different from him. I just made plays for any dame. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget my first day in school, you know. Teacher fixed my seat and told me to sit down, and I ran outside. She fixed my seat again, told me to sit down, and I ran outside. <laughs> then the teacher ran outside and fixed my seat, and brother, I couldn't sit down. <laughs> she... She thought I was a very unusual student, you know. Every morning I brought her an apple and let her have it. <laughs> Some mornings I let her have it before she could even duck. Oh. I'm telling you, when I went to school, oh, I was the meanest thing ever you seen. I'm telling you, I was so bad that that teacher wrote so many notes home to my father, people thought they was a-going together. <laughs> you know... You know, I, when I played baseball in school, I played baseball with a lot of boys that are in the Army now, and they're still playing a game of baseball, but now it's for Uncle Sam, and they're going to win, and when they finish, the score is going to be no Hitlers, no ruins, no terrors. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, oh, it is. You know, I, I, when I went to school, I was so hard on my clothes, I had to wear what they call military pants. Military pants, they always looked like they needed a second front and there was A-W-O-L in the rear. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it to look at me, Louis Buck, but I want you to know that I was the boy in my class voted the one most likely to get the seat in the White House. Yes, sir. Of course, they didn't come right out and say that I'd be president, but they did say there's the guy that's most likely to get the chair in the big house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boy, I'm sharpening a scrub woman's knees tonight, ain't I? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, my wife went to the same school I did. Yeah, she, oh, that was the dumbest woman ever I've seen. <laughs> I'm telling you, she was so dumb, she wore the dunce cap so long her head grew to a point. <laughs> it's a fact, poor girl had pencil trouble in school. Yeah, she always had pencil trouble. Too little writing pencil and too much eyebrow pencil. Uh, uh, you know, she still runs around with a club of girls from the school she used to go to. And I want you to know them is the gossipingest gossipers that I ever heard gossip. They, why, they think the three R's stands for wrap them, ruin them, and rip them up the back. Yeah. When I went to... That, thank you, neighbor. You belong to that club, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, they got them all over. You know, when I went to grammar school, uh, we used to run races with the girls to see who was smarter, boys or girls, you know. <laughs> but after we got in high school, we just cut that out and settled down to neck and neck. <laughs> you know, you're talking about school. The other day when school started, my little nephew didn't want to go back to school. And I'm telling you, his mama had to whip him. And he looked up at her. And he says, oh, Mommy, look, you cracked a crystal on my watch. She said, that's me, sonny boy, crystal cracking mama. <laughs> oh, you know, I was kind of dumb in school, but there's one thing that I learned every day, that there's no other country in the world like the good old USA. So let's buy them stamps and bonds and keep that flag flying or land and sea and keep this old country boy going to the wagon yelling, these shoes are killing me.
cigar. Hey, uh, Louie, uh, did you read in the paper the other day about the man who saw a stout-looking parcel fall off of a moving truck and he picked it up gingerly and... Uh... called the FBI. Now, wait a minute, I'm telling this. <laughs> no, at first he was going to because of the way it felt and sounded when he balanced it and shook it. Well, mm-hmm. come on, don't keep me in suspense, Whitey. What, uh, what did it turn out to be? Well, when he finally opened it inside with some chicken sandwiches and tomatoes mm-hmm. and a piece of berry pie and a thermos bottle of coffee and an unopened package of Prince Albert smoking tobacco. Well, that's one way to get a free lunch and free making smokes. And oh boy, what a lot of rich malatasting and making smokes to get for free. I say. Well, of course, for your money, Prince Albert's a great buy. You just bet it is. Around 70 quick rolled, plump and even making cigarettes, or about 50 easy, cool burning pipefuls, and every handy red pocket package of Prince Albert. And every smoke so mild and bite free, so full of extra smoking pleasure. Men, treat yourselves right soon to the National Joy Smoke, Prince Albert's Smoking Tobacco. Uh, yes, sir, the Grand Ole Opry, Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry, is sailing right along. And here's big news for you, servicemen. This week, the traveling carol... Camel caravans, I'll get it out in a minute. I got my galoshes on my tongue tonight there. <laughs> the traveling camel caravans will give performances at 17 more camps throughout the country. Don't miss the camel caravan shows. When they come to your camp, we know that you'll enjoy them. And friends, our visiting time at Prince Albert Grand Ole Opry is about up, but I believe we can hear one more number from Curly Williams and his peach pickers. Home in San Antonio, fiddle it, Curly. Oh, 
Nice going, Curly. That guitar player there is cooler than a pipe full of Sprint Albert smoking tobacco. Uh, Pee Wee King, how about getting a little cabbage out here? I'm hungry. Bile him down. Bile him, son. Bile him, cabbage there. Hey, man, Going short but sweet, and it's about time now we want calling on a little girl named Ida Red, Philly Pee Wee. Ida Red's got no cold parts here with Captain Stone. Ida Red, I do, I'm in love, I do. Ida Red, I do, I'm in love. You know the old, what the old cow said when she finished eating her hay? That's all there is. There isn't any moo. But remember, we never say goodbye. It's just so long until next week. And now back to the solemn old judge. Friends, we'd like to keep on playing all night, but the old clock on the Opry House wall has done got us. However, that only means that we will be here next Saturday night at the same time with another wagon load of American heart songs and hoedowns, plus a barrel of laughs better known as the Prince Albert Grand Ole Opry. This is George D. Hay, the solemn old judge, saying so long and let's all keep smiling. This program came to you from Nashville. This is the National Broadcasting Company. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com. And we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.